Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Gay With God podcast, a safe place for us to share our stories and support one another. How long did we know? What challenges did we face? Did we lose our faith? When did we find our way back home? Or are we still searching? The stories you hear on this podcast will melt your heart and strengthen your belief that in God, all things are possible and you can be authentically gay with the God of your understanding. I'm your host, Midge Noble, and I am very honored that you are here. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Gay With God podcast. I'm your host, Midge Noble, and I'm a tad under the weather today. I've actually been sick for about a week, um, and it's not getting uh, as as better as I would love it to be right away. And so we're in a, a waiting period of feeling better. But I still wanted to join you today and talk a little bit about something that I've seen online. And of course, you know, we get all of our great memes off of Facebook. <laughs> but this one really touched me and I really loved it. And it says, your mind will always believe everything you tell it. Feed it faith, feed it truth, feed it with love. And that resonates with me because of something we spoke about not too long ago is the difference between belief and faith. And so if this is telling me that my mind is always going to believe everything I tell it, and I totally believe that, uh, before leaning back into church, I was a great student of Dr. Wayne Dyer and his intentionality and his belief in the cre- in the creative power of our minds, being able to manifest things and to be present. And I've seen miraculous things happen when I'm totally in that moment of belief. Um, and and in the moment where I'm telling myself anything, really. So if I get up in the morning like today and I'm still not feeling well, then I could lean into that and talk about how bad I feel and all my symptoms and do all that list of things and continue to stay in that cesspool of dis-ease. And that is something that is hard not to do when you're feeling badly. And I've seen this time and time again, especially with folks with chronic illness. I do understand how the pervasiveness of that illness, the um, end of life uh, emerging for some folks who have a, a timeline that's imposed upon them by a doctor. And I I do understand why doctors do that. But I also know that our brain will continue to give in to those thoughts. The more we think something, the more we draw it to us. And so if I continue to think on on wellness, I have a much better chance of staying well. If I continue to think about illness, I can draw that illness to me. Not on purpose, but it is it is the law of attraction, which I really, really believe in. But I also believe in faith, and I believe that when we talk about having a a small mustard seed of faith, that we can do mighty things, which is up for interpretation. And when you unpack that, it's not it's not exactly what we would hope it to be. That if I 100% believe that I'm going to win the lottery today, um, I may or may not be able to manifest that. Um, so there's a line for everything. But today, I wanted to look at feed it faith, feed it truth, and feed it love. 
in the climate that we're in today, with so much dissension across the borders and across the parties uh, that are in charge of our lives, it is really hard to feed ourselves faith, truth, and love. But it is something that absolutely has to happen because if we give in to the hate, if we give in to the lack of belief in us and we say, well, nobody else believes we're okay, so we must not be okay, then we're allowing that negativity to take hold of us and we're allowing that negativity to win. I can promise you that we are okay that God is going to lift us up and that we are continue, continuously going to be sustained by God because that is God's promise. That when we follow God, when we lift our hearts and souls up to God, God is forever faithful. And I've seen it even in the Old Testament, even though I don't like the Old Testament. The more I'm leaning into the Old Testament, I'm seeing that it is a book of great calamity and great, you know, all of, all of the Old Testament books are of great calamity and despair and a lot of bad behavior all the way around. And sometimes I put God in that, in that too, because I don't understand some of the choices that were made back then. But when I'm beginning to lean a little bit more into it, I realize that there was a, a parenting strategy. There was a guide. There was a there were lines being drawn to say, you need to, you need to come this way and I'm going to make it uncomfortable <laughs> until you do, because I love you and I want you to be on the side of of kindness and love and, and goodness. So when we when we look at how our minds focus on things, if we focus on the faith that the God of our understanding really does love us. If we lean into that, if we stay in that little spot of, I can't, I can't understand it. I don't know how it's all going to work. I don't have all the answers, but I choose to have faith in what I don't believe and can't understand. So I might not be able to believe that a God that was always here and never really got created as much as I understand, but, um, but if I choose to have that faith, if I say, I'm going to choose to believe it, and I'm going to put my whole heart and soul into living that faith, and if I'm wrong, so be it. But if I'm right, then I'm going to reap the benefit of that in the end. When I feed my my brain and my heart truth, the truth of the things that are not changeable, and God's love has not has not changed. It may look like it has in the way he may have parented folks down the line. It may look like it has in the way that we're treated sometimes in this world. But the truth is we are still God's creation and God called it good. So we are not something that's evil or bad or something that can't be tolerated. There are people who don't tolerate us, but that's not God. God created us, so therefore God loves us, and we are accepted by God, and we are loved by God. So loving ourselves, if we feed our mind love, not just for others, but for ourselves, we have to accept the fact that that love came from God. So God is love, and God is good all the time, even when we don't understand it. The faith kicks in, and we have to believe that the choices that are being made 
that we don't understand are somehow exactly the way it needs to be for us or for the world or for the ones we love. You know, we hate to see people suffer and we hate to see the people we love suffer and we can't fix it and we can't help it. And we pray to God, but you know, when I pray to God, it's always for the highest and best way for all concerned, because I don't know what the big picture is. My mom and I had a conversation about this just the other day that I don't know God's will. I may never understand God's will, but I do believe that I'm not here by accident. And I do believe that I went through everything I've been through because it makes me the person that I am. And I also believe that that God has never given up on me. And even when I thought I was floundering and I didn't know where I was going or what was going to happen, I do believe that the things that I chose to say yes to were calls from God that I needed to take at that moment. Some of them did not work out the way I anticipated them to work out, but yet it still worked in the highest and best way for somebody and sometimes for me, even though I didn't know that was going to be the highest and best. Coming back to North Carolina, to me, was a failure. When I left, I never expected to come back, and I was fine with that. And then my life continued to to happen, and there was no other option at the time that I returned back from North Carolina after living in Massachusetts after college for a year. And I felt this was a failure and that I was going to be um, – trapped in North Carolina, and I hated the thought of it. I hated it. And yet, that's where I met my beloved, the person that has always been the anchor to my soul. And that is something I never would have expected. For those of you who know my journey, you know that I fought it tooth and nail and I I didn't want it to be happening and I didn't want to admit it to myself and I couldn't admit it to myself for the longest time. But if I had not come back to North Carolina, if I had not chosen after a year of substitute teaching in three different counties, um, I made the decision to go back to graduate school to become a, a counselor. And that's where I met my beloved right there in that tiny little office at Appalachian State University, where we both were going to be working for the next two years of our our terms there. So things happen. They happen without me recognizing that they're going to happen. And they happen because I've chosen to, to, to lean in to those nudges that I didn't really know were calls. And I tried to always be in the place of ownership of my own choices. And when I did those things, even though they didn't always work out and it felt like a failure, I still owned it. And this time it has turned out to be, as I look back, every choice I made has been exactly where I needed to be at the exact right time. And that's, that's why I met my beloved because I showed up and I followed that nudge and I answered that call to do what I was supposed to do in the school system for eight years as a school counselor. And then I felt a nudge to go to hospice and work with the uh, children in the kaleidoscope program, which for lots of different reasons only ended a year, not, not because I wasn't willing to stay, but because the program was having trouble um, as a whole. And so the nudge then went to mental health and I was a counselor there 
um, as a therapist for eight more years at least, um, and then into private practice. So every every everything that ended had an opening somewhere I was supposed to be, somewhere that I was being called to be, and staying in North Carolina, staying in the place that I was, was not only you know, building me back up and helping me to become whole again after, you know, some different experiences. It's also exactly where I found the place where I could lean back into church. I don't know, even though I tried several different ways of coming back, um, I really don't know if I could have come back and stayed back without meeting the good people of Good Shepherd and um and father joe and i've talked about that before that this that was the one thing that was a perfect setup <laughs> that i just i i fought that too but i couldn't i couldn't not lean in and and follow that path so if we pause today for a moment and we think about this quote that your mind always will always believe everything you tell it so we need to tell it and feed it faith, truth, and feed it with love, not just for others, but for ourselves. We really have to love the creation that we are, even when other people in the world don't, because that's our faith, that you will not believe that I'm okay, but I have to know in my soul that I am. And you have permission to love yourself. That's a, that's the greatest commandment. Love is the greatest commandment and we offer it not only to God, but we offer it to ourselves and we offer it to others. It's a package deal because if it says to love thy neighbor as thyself, you better be getting on the board to love yourself <laughs> because you can't really truly open your heart to others. If you haven't opened yourself to you, you may pass, you may put on that big old facade like I wore for years, but you have to find a way to love yourself. And I hope you can do that today. So I want to thank you guys for allowing me to come on today and just be with you for a quick moment. Again, if you would like to be a part of the podcast, please go to the show page at empoweredmidge.podbean.com. I'm so honored to share your stories and I can't wait to get a new group of folks on to share your stories and honor your journey. Also, coming up in July of this year, I will be going back to the Wild Goose Festival. And if you are interested in being interviewed live at the festival by me, um, I can I can work you a deal. So, <laughs> so private message me and let me know whether or not you would be interested in showing up at the Wild Goose Festival to be a live interviewee. Also, I want to remind you that tonight is our faith journey group, and we are going to have that, uh, my faith journey. First, you need to join the Facebook group Gay With God and answer all of the questions so that I can see you on the inside, and then you will have access to the link to my faith journey group tonight. And I love the support that we're getting from from the members of that group right now, and it's really a good time to just unpack some things that you may need to talk about. 
And in April, coming up on April 13th, uh, two days before my birthday, by the way, uh, we will be having another Ask Me Anything, which are the monthly segments on Zoom that I'm doing live to read a snippet from the memoir or from the untold stories that didn't make it in and to give you an opportunity to see what incentives I'm offering for any pre-orders that may want to happen. So that is April 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I hope you'll join us. Of course, we're having some repeat attenders, and I think that's lovely that you guys want to keep joining us and and that's wonderful and when I say ask me anything they're coming up with really great questions and we're getting into good conversations and if you've not ever attended uh, just so you know there is no um, expectation that you pre-order the book but you will be given an opportunity to find the link to do that and also to know what incentives you will get if you do pre-order the book um and just come with questions. It can be about the memoir. It can be about my writing process. It can be about me personally. Um, if I have an answer for it, you will have the truth. And if I don't have an answer for it, I can always look it up. Or we may just have to go with Midge doesn't know. <laughs> but you can still ask me anything. So I look forward to doing that with you guys. So if you are listening to this podcast and are questioning whether you can be gay and be in a relationship with the God of your understanding... If you identify as LGBTQIA+, or you're not yet sure that you're gay, God has always been within you. Even when you didn't know it, you have always been gay with God. Thanks, everybody. Stay tuned to see how you can join the Gay With God community. And as always, you are loved. I want to invite you to become a part of the Gay With God community. How can you do that? Stay connected by messaging me your thoughts and comments in the comment section under the downloads of the show on the Gay With God show page. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and share, share, share so we can increase our community outreach and be a light to those who are struggling to claim their faith. Consider being a sponsor so I can highlight your service in our community. We are all worthy of respect and a relationship with the God of our understanding. I want to thank you in advance for supporting this podcast. Together, we as a community will keep this show visible and our community stronger. Deep gratitude to my friend Tim McClendon of Tim McClendon Music for allowing me to use an excerpt from Interlude 4, a song found on his CD entitled Sundance.